0: Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dike Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dike Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. joy prophet, our shepherd, our mother, E.S.J. Wow.
1: Hello, 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 hello. All right. You want to bow down your head tonight and you want to pray and say, Lord, speak to me one more time. Lord, you spoke to me on Wednesday. You spoke to me on Thursday. You spoke to me on Friday today is Saturday and Lord I'm still here and I'm still waiting to hear from you. Talk to him tonight. Talk to him tonight. Talk to him tonight. Oh yes. What a blessing. What a blessing it is. What a blessing to be here tonight. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus, to oh, wow. Thank, you. Thank you. Father, we're grateful for your presence tonight. Thank you for bringing us one more time into your midst. I pray that you'll continue to meet us. Lord, you have said so much to us this week. I pray that tonight will be just like that also another night in your presence. We welcome you spirit of God. Have your place. May I just be a vessel in your hands. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. How many of you enjoyed this week? You enjoyed this week? Yeah. I also enjoyed it. Powerful. If your neighbor's hand was not up, ask them that, but you what were you doing? Them that You are not a wise person. Oh, you are not wise. Ah. I said tell oh, neighbor, you are not wise at all. Wisdom is very far from you. You better catch some wisdom. Ah, what is that? <laughs> ah. <laughs> but I believe that we've had a wonderful time and, and yeah, a very powerful time and I believe that the messages will soon be up on the podcast. You know, so that we listen again. The truth is that, you know, you listen, you remember some things. By now, most of you remember only 11% of what was said. By tomorrow, it might be 10%, you know. So you listen again. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you giving me a sign? Oh, they said they're only. here. Hey, Charlie, you have to Charlie, give them a hand clap. Nice. <laughs> they say the messages are up already so the messages are up already and so you to make an effort and listen again hallelujah but we've been mightily blessed and I know that as the days are passing we'll be seeing more and more so tell your neighbor if your miracle today arrive Wednesday Thursday Friday it's not a problem because God is still working yeah because what he's still working hallelujah tonight let me give you two quick announcements before I get into um Is one main announcement, but let's recognise our online congregation. We have people who watch us, and we want to say you are welcome. We are happy to have you as part of the Faith Secret Service. This is the first time that Faith Secrets is going online. Amen. And so, yeah, if you have stumbled in tonight, we want to ask you to keep stumbling in. Or shouldn't they keep stumbling? Yeah, keep stumbling in. This is a service that we have every single Saturday for as long as campus is open. So, if you stumbled in, you're welcome and we want you to make this your service. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I think if you make some noise, don't know that, Charlie. It's a good service to be part of. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now, the announcement also that I want to make for this house is that next week Saturday is our regional service. Now, you all belong to one region so you might want to join Sunday as well. If you hear it and you just want to come for fun, why not? Tell me about what. Why not? Why not? Every every pastor in our campus church represents a region. So the pastor for this service is Lady Pastor Forewa. and so yeah, you are part of her region. Is that okay? You are part of her region. So if you don't appear on Sunday, her region will be very small on Sundays. I beg you appear half of Bosco comes on Saturday, the other half comes on Sunday. Are you, are you getting me? The, all the others are just on Sunday. Yeah, so that's why I'm making this announcement in this way at the service. Are you there? It will not kill you to be a church on Sunday, on Saturday. I mean, for our normal service. Tell anybody this one is for us special. This is for us. Uh-huh. Then on Sunday, you are coming in just to make sure that Charlie, you are supporting your region. You are supporting your region. All right powerful and also we will have some prayer time next week Saturday for the mid Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that some of you have received your results already and, and, and some are very powerful results. Others, your hearts are panting. A few people have had results that they are wondering why it was not like that. Yeah, but I believe God is working. Yeah. The number of people have been sent a lot of results: six A's, two B's, seven A's, three yeah, I know that the Lord is working, and He's not asleep. He's going to continue working. So final year, you have a few points to make your first class. Don't give up. Do your best, but then trust the rest to him. Amen. Jane that's what I'm saying. You've got some 68 point something average, and you are believing God to boost you over into the 70s. Why not? We shall believe him, amen. Tonight, I'm not preaching for a long time for obvious reasons, but very important. No, not I'm not shorting it, but all I'm saying is that we've had a good time, we've had a very good time, and I mean that we are, yeah, we've been in the presence of God, you know. And the truth is, when you come to his presence, there's not much to say, often you're just listening and and yeah, enjoying the presence. But we'll read the word of God tonight. Tonight, I'm going to be talking to you about the Good Samaritan. You want to turn your Bible to Luke chapter 10. Did you bring your Bible with you tonight? Hmm. Some of you still, after all my preaching, you still have only your phone Bible. Oh. oh. Oh, oh, Please, let's try. Buy a Bible. How many of you have a hard copy Bible? Let me see. No, no, here. Here, here. Not in your room. here. Yeah. Okay. Too few of you. So, next week, you start. So, I won't do the confession today. I have to see the physical Bibles to do it. Next week, you'll bring your Bibles. You see, if you only use the online one, you will never know how the Bible is arranged. You'll be looking for the book of Habakkuk behind Revelations, I tell you. Yeah, you know, because as you just point point like that, you don't know who comes before who. You know and you'll be going to sit in public one day and they say open to open to and a child who is seven years old will open the Bible and you, with all your degrees, you will not be able to open the Bible. It should not be. It should not be. Alright, but let's go to Luke chapter 10 and we're going to be reading a very interesting story and we'll pick a few lessons out of it and let it guide us into a few things. Amen. Now, somebody was asking the Lord about who your neighbor is and this is the answer Jesus gave a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, the Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, tell anybody, a certain Samaritan. As he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said to him take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more when i come again i will repay thee which now of these 3 thinkest thou was neighbour unto him that fell among the thieves and he said he that showed mercy on him then jesus then said jesus unto him go and do thou likewise amen and amen am um, ohima just powerful a very interesting story hallelujah and with multiple 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 lessons and multiple multiple things that one can learn from it so let's go back to verse 30 i just want to let you see a number of things now the bible talks about this man going from jerusalem to jericho he was on a journey life is a journey and life is full of journeys amen life is what a journey it's not an event it's a journey an event is something that just happens but a journey is something that spans a certain length of time and is taking you from one place to another and it's very important for you to see that life is a journey you because if you understand that life is a journey you also understand that your christian walk too is a journey that you are beginning somewhere and you are progressing towards somewhere else So if you look at your Christian life, and the way it has been, is the way it is, you should know that it's not a good thing. It's like you were going on a journey from here to Accra, and when you got to Konongo, the bus got stuck. And you were on the way, you arrived there in the morning, and you are still there at this time. is it a good thing? It's not a good thing. So when you understand that you are on a journey, you understand that there must be progress. Amen? And in your life also, there must be progress. Hallelujah. So that's just a side point. To just note that if, in as much as we're looking at a story in somebody's life, it also, you know, it's, 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 it's a message to us in our walk as we move in life. Now, it goes on to say that the man fell among thieves. There's some of you, you are here, you have fallen among thieves is the reason why your life has not progressed. You came from somewhere to this campus. You have come to join yourself to some people who are going nowhere very fast. You have full speed over, Charlie. You aren't going anywhere. How will you know? One of the signs is to look at the people who are around you. Yeah, your friends are a clear indication of where you are going. Mm. Are you there? You have come. You say you are coming to learn. The people around you, they all don't name. And hey, you are comfortable there? Huh? Hello? Hello, hello, hello. I'm dialing your number. Hello, hello. Zello to Zello. Zello, Zello. Hey, my daughter-in-law, I've sent somebody to go look for you in the office. See them and come. You are welcome. <laughs> are you there? Am I talking to somebody today? Yeah. I said he has fallen among thieves. God sent you here because God had a mission for you. There's a reason why he looked at all the university campuses in Ghana. And believe me, nowadays the universities are a lot. Yeah. Let's start mentioning. You see, the idea of be public or private, there was a time when this question didn't exist. There was only public. We had only three. If it was not Legon, it was Kumasi. If it was not Kumasi, it was Yuzis yeah, it now they are even asking me whether no I, I, I mean I'm agreeing with you I'm not quarreling with you I'm just saying that it's even a sign are you here so he looked at all of them oh, and he sent you here he was not asleep it was not a mistake it was a plan and it was a design for two things one for yourself for your own Christian work and life with him, and two, because he has a commission and a mission for you to fulfill here. And somebody you are listening to me, you are fallen among thieves. Hey, are you there? You have fallen among thieves. Can you please ask the neighbor sitting by you? You cry at all that you are sitting there. Who are your friends who are correct? On campus, who are your friends? Somebody you came to the campus, you were already stupid when you arrived there. Right now, you are even more stupid because of the friends that you have. Total idiocy. Completely foolish. Your father has brought you here to come and learn. You are following some boy. Let me show you your face. He will strip you of your raiment and leave you wounded and depart, leaving you half alive. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know who you are, but you better take, it, you oh. Know, they are not paying for your fees for you to come and look for some foolish guy hey young man they are paying your fees for you to become a proper person all of a sudden you are living like a married man a woman is coming she's cooking for you what is wrong with you she's washing and cooking foolish girl they have said to come and learn you are washing and cooking And she doesn't go for class. I don't know who she is, but Holy Ghost slap her four times for her sense to come back. Who is paying your fees for you to come and be cooking somebody's food and washing somebody? What, what, what are you about? Hey. hey! Young ladies, let me tell you something. Hey. That's our work. Hey, it never ends. Oh. It ne- Do you understand? So don't be in a hurry. Oh. Yesterday as I was coming here, I was washing something. So I said, it does not end. Don't start now. Hmm. My husband asked me that also, as we are building, should we build so that there's laundry? Room? I said, no, I've always done my own washing. I won't do. Just one week ago, I said, please, I've changed my mind. I need the washing machine. I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I've, what was I thinking about? I've changed my mind. It doesn't change. And you are in a hurry as you have come. They have not gone to pay that. They have not asked anything. You're already washing. How boom? You know. May the Lord slap you four times for your head to come back. Hey. Look at it. Oh, you are fallen among thieves. You are using your own money to cook for the boy. Yeah. I don't even know who the what Oh, wait, You are a fool. Oh. Ah. Come on. Come on. Tonight deliverance has come to you. Yeah. Amen. But you know, there are people, you're moving on your way in life, and the truth is that you have fallen among thieves. When you fall among thieves, these are not the ones who just take your mobile phone. You know, like this, all the jokers around here. These ones, the Bible says that they stripped him of his raiment. They, you can go through things in life that strip you. Do you understand? To be stripped means that you are walking ajar. You are naked for all to see. The only people we know in our country who are walking like that are something, even that one crap, people try to give them things to cover themselves, the waste for a while, and then they'll remove it, you know. If you play with the devil, he'll strip you. <coughs> he'll strip you. Fine young man. Walking around. Up to now, you are smoking. no, no, no. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. He will strip you. Yeah. My husband has a classmate who calls him. He calls him every single week. And every week he's begging for money. Some time ago he was like you. I fell among thieves. Smoking. Today he's a 60-something year old man begging for money. He's very serious. Mm-hmm so he will strip you and he will wound you he will wound you and I, I know students whose minds were never the same again yeah. if you are going to walk with Jesus you better walk with him because the enemy that we have I am showing you what he will do when somebody has stripped you Charlie your private parts are all a for everyone to see he's naked you in a way that huh, You ask a girl whose naked pictures have been on social media before, the feeling. The feeling. Even when people have not seen, she feels she feels violated. Yeah. And you you are walking around. The enemy has stripped you. Hmm. Are you there? And they said he has wounded him. When he has finished, he will leave you. And he left him there half dead. Please ask your neighbor, are you alive or you are half dead? You have not given your life to Christ. I can answer the question for you. You are half dead. Why? Because your enemy, the enemy of your soul is alive. So that's one interpretation. Another interpretation of this story is to also see that for you that God has rescued. There are people around you in this state. There are people all around you in this state. Are you there? And we send you, go and call them, go and knock at the door. Then you go, then you say that, oh, and when I went, they are facing everybody who is facing you is a half-naked person. If somebody is naked, I come stand there and says that, yes, what, will you be intimidated? He rather should be shy. But you rather are running. And the wilder the person, the more in need the person is. Yes. These girls who make up as though they have painted their face and everything, it's just a cover. Ah. I'm talking to some of you here is it not Christ who has saved you? were you not like that? at that time were you not painting your face to cover the you were trying to hide what should not be seen not knowing that you are rather letting us know your state of mind anyway so, <laughs> so this man was lying on the floor let's go to 30 on the ground verse 31 and by chance your neighbor, that time and chance are both governed by God. Yeah. So, what even appears by chance in the life of a believer is not chance. It is not chance. It's not chance. The young man who was assisting uh, Bishop Atu, he was my church member. He said he was going to Accra. And, I mean, he, it was time for him to go. He had done a lot, He you know after service, came back, came to help us with our sound, and they said, oh, okay, time out. I think I want to go back. I blessed him. Then I said, you know, I think that I have to send you to this, my brother. At that time, everybody who was going, I will send you to Fesla. But with him, I just felt that and I called, yes, yeah, very specific. I called Bishop, I said, look, I'm sending this, my precious guy, to you. Yes. And I just sent him to him. When I saw him again, After about two years, a year, two years. I understood why. It looked like a chance, something, but it was not chance at all. It was not chance at all. Are you are you following what I'm trying to say? I began to see the hand of God in the whole thing. But it looked like just some chance by the wayside, not really important something. I want you to from today begin to look seriously at some of the so-called chance things that are coming in your life. When you look at it later, you realize that, hey, Sana, it was God. Like how you've come to KNUSD by chance. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Some of the friendships that are helpful to you, as if they were by chance. Yeah. Some of the people who have a good influence on you, as if it was by chance. Are you there? So by chance, there came down a, the, a, a certain priest by that week. And he saw him. So the first person who was sent to this man's life to help him was a priest. I'm sure we're all disappointed. <clears throat> we're all disappointed that, ah, man of God, he, he didn't even go near to look. He just crossed over. It just tells you that even men of I mean, they are, they are, they are men before they are men of God. Mm-hmm. You're a man before a man of God. Yeah, his, his humanness was working so he crossed over and he didn't do anything about it let's go to the next scripture verse 32 we see a Levite a Levite is somebody who brings beauty into the house of God these were the people who were responsible for the beauty of the the temple the singers were part so angel in the choir I think you are there are you there just tell you about that look we we are not this type of Levite we are proper You know, so again, you feel that, oh, these people, they are connected to God, so they dare. They too. And actually, this man was better than the priest in the sense that he went over to have a look. It's almost like he wanted to. Then he thought, yeah, then he thought, mm, 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 I don't know whether the arm robbers are still around. I better find my way. You know, so he also ran away. Please ask your neighbor, are you the priest or are you the Levite? Which one are you? As you are next door, to people on the left of your room are unbelievers and on the right are unbelievers and they've not heard the gospel from you and you've not invited them to, to, to come and experience Christ which one of these two are you? I thought you'd be saying mercy, mercy and delivering yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you there? he took him to check you know, you need to understand from these two examples that Sometimes when you need help, it's not always coming from who you expect it from. Some of the people who help you are the ones you think are most unlikely. Why am I saying that? Let's continue our story. In verse 33, the Bible says a certain Samaritan, he was also on a journey. He was also in danger, if you like. But you see, even more important than that, the Jews and the Samaritans did not talk. So it's like saying that in today's day of the Ukrainian-Russian war, it's like saying that a Ukrainian was passing and a Russian was lying there. As we are here, you and I, a Ukrainian is passing, right? Will they help? I'm asking you a question. I said, will they help or not? They will not help. So that's how it was in that day. The Jews looked down on the Samaritans because the Samaritans, the origin of the Samaritans, their ancestor was a woman who slept with her father. Yeah. So so they didn't like the whole I think it's the Samaritans yes I think so I think so I'll check it up and I'll correct it next week if I'm wrong. But I think there were two of them two two daughters who slept there and I think one of them was the source of these people but I could be wrong. I'll check it up. But whatever the case may be you know they were like the people who you don't go near, you don't touch, we don't talk, we don't have any dealings, no interactions, no dealings together, nothing. If you remember, Jesus met a Samaritan woman and she was even puzzled that he asked her for water. because actually We don't talk. It was the Samaritan. The one who should not have helped. He rather looked and look at something. He had one quality. If you have this quality in your life, you are closer to Christ. He said he had compassion. Compassion is the feeling that The Lord has given for another human being. Compassion. When you see the suffering of another, if there's something in you, the thing that makes tears come up unbidden over something that doesn't really concern you, but it's happening to another human being, you feel it as if it is, you're like, "Oh, oh, look what they've done to this person. And tonight my prayer is that for each and every one of you is saved that there's some compassion in you for the people around you who are not saved yeah when I look at students who don't know Christ I feel it I feel it uh, yeah I feel it why because I also didn't know Christ when I was a student I didn't have a pastor when I was a student and it took me on a certain road The Lord delivered me from it, but there are some issues in my life I wouldn't have had if I'd had a pastor. Are you there? I say, oh, when we try to talk to them, they make their face. You know, it's not everybody that you talk to. Some people, you just pray over them. I came to the Lord because there was a group of Christians who prayed over me for three years. I didn't know. I only knew when I surrendered. When I gave my life to Christ, that's when they told me about it compassion. It is what moves you. So, he saw the guy and when he looked at him, he didn't see an enemy and he didn't see somebody who is from a tribe that is not like my tribe. He saw another human being who was suffering and he reacted to that. He responded to it. Ask your neighbor, who do you have compassion on? Hallelujah. He responded to it. So, let me just give you a few points on the story. Are you there? Because right now, I've just been bossing you the story again in other words. So the first thing you need to understand is that you're on a journey and your journey takes you from birth to death. You're on a journey. Most journeys you expect to arrive. But the journey of life, you don't know where it will end or when. Tonight, I'm speaking to some of you. You come to this service every Saturday but you're not born again. You don't know where the end is. Luke chapter 12. I'm reading from verse 39. And this know that if the good man of the house, that's the landlord, had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. Are you there? Verse 40. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. We're on a journey. We don't know whether we'll complete our lives. Hmm. Can you ask your neighbor, so if Jesus comes tonight, um, what's going to happen? If Jesus comes tonight, exactly what is yours? I said ask your neighbor. If Jesus were to come tonight, well, well, what would the situation be? Tell him if you have some repentance, you better do it now. And if the neighbor is not minding, you tell them I perceive you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior and tonight you better settle this question. (laughs) If we knew when he would come, it's different but we don't know or you know. Do you know whether you are even going to see 70 years? The way the world is racing towards a mess. Do you know? Hmm. I said the way the world is racing. There has been a fire in Europe. It has been burning. They can't put it out. It's been burning. It's taking houses. It's taking businesses. It's just, wait, it has not happened before. Hey. Floodwaters. U.S. that they think that they are indomitable. Nothing can happen. Oh, a flood is nothing to talk about. How many people has it killed? Don't start. Australia, they a total catastrophe. Hey, ah, you tell mm. oh, you your neighbor. Mm. We knew of these things. We thought it's only in the third world. Yeah. Now it's happening in the first world. Well, happening big time, big time. That they are begging Russia, please allow Ukrainian corn to come out because if it doesn't come, there'll be hunger. We we don't eat Ukrainian corn. I thought we were the people who are always looking for food. Okay. Sana, there were secrets we didn't know. Germany is scrambling. They are going to start to ration energy as they are heading towards winter. Oh. Psst. They buy their gas from the Russians. And right now, because of the war, they say, We don't like your gas. Take it. And the Russians say, We have taken it. Hey. <laughs> ah. Hey. Charlie, they have met their meter. Oh. <laughs> Tell me, life has become very exciting. Oh. But in the middle of all this chaos, it is all describing. Go and read Matthew 23 onwards. You see that. He's describing just what Jesus described before the end. Mm. You'll be there saying that I'll be 90 before he comes. Point number two. (laughs) You are on your journey of life and experiencing problems is part of it. Job chapter 14. Verse 1 and 2. Very interesting. Man, that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. <laughs> he cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth now not. There are truths. Yeah. Jesus told us that there are many of the afflictions of the righteous. It's there. Just as a human being. Because some of you, when you have a problem, you say that, hey, God has let me down. God doesn't like me no it's not a matter of God it's a matter of something called life that's how life is oh you don't understand what I'm saying yeah it's life it's not because you know as Christians sometimes we behave like we are entitled we're entitled to a trouble free life how I wish it were true but it's not true it's not true are you there man that is born of woman it's a few days and what? Look at exams. Wahala. Eh? Projects. More wahala. Roommate issues. School fee issues. Right now, you, are, you have just finished paying your last hostel fee. You are about to pay again. Hey. Eh? Eh? They are what? So, August fee that they should pay. if They want to keep their room. Mm. Are you there? Some people, your project, the semester is they are not seen up till to now, to now. Just understand that it's part of, please, if you are sitting by a brother, ask him, man, are you born of a woman? Man, born of a woman. Now he's using man not to mean male gender, but to mean human being. So far as you are born of him, that's it. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Genesis 47.9. Jacob had a very interesting way of putting it. <laughs> Jacob said unto Pharaoh, the days of the years of my pilgrimage are hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been. Are you seeing it? It's like he looked at all the troubles of his life. And you know Jacob had many. He saw Dimensions of God, God, God's goodness. He became a wealthy man by the hand of God, but at a point in his life, as an old man, Charlie, eh, look, my years cried They are few. They are not like my ancestors. Plenty problems. Wow. wow. That is why we come to number three. All these are just. I'm just pulling together the points. The points that we're making from the Good Samaritan. The that in this life. You're on a journey and you're going to need God's help. You're going to need what? God's help. The Bible says the fool says there is no God. Yeah. The fool says there's no God. It's a very strong way of speaking. But it's because no matter what you have, you can have everything. And if you don't have God you will discover some things. I, I used to think, you see, because of our poverty, we think that when we get to a place where there's money, we'll be okay. Yes. At least me, mom, when I left Ghana for further studies, that was my thinking. Until I landed in one of the wealthiest countries in the world. U.S., I don't understand what they're bragging about. I don't understand it at all. Don't, at all. You see, there are only 4 million people in that country, so they don't, you won't know till you go there but a student lives like a what should I say not just a worker a worker with a good salary yeah a student a student that's a student I mean it's a place a normal student normal normal normal. as a PhD student I lived in a house with about seven rooms yeah. Yeah. And I paid just a proportion of my allowance. Recently, I heard that they, they, they you see, they found oil the same year as Nigeria. Same, yes. Yes, they were a third world country till they found oil. But they have superintended their things. Recently, they shared money. Yeah, the bank said we have too much money. We have to share it so they divided they divided the profits from the oil amongst the population of the nation everybody got over some $200,000 $200, some yeah, national cake they just shared it it's money that uh, we don't know what to we'll do with it but bed you collect, collect, collect you be child, collect, you be grown up, collect that's how it is mm-hmm. oh that's why when the Americans are talking we don't understand I don't understand those women who think America is nice. America, up till today, do women have a a, a maternity leave till today? That nation, they are so wealthy that when you have your child, you make your decision. I want maternity leave three, three months, eight months, one year, two years. It's your choice. It's your choice. So when you yeah, so it's paid maternity leave So the, if you say 3 months you get 100% of your salary 7-8 months 100% of your salary after 8 months it's a certain proportion so they can hire somebody else in your place are you getting it But you are pay- and when you come back you walk right back into the place that you left oh what are you talking what are you talking about are you there when I landed in the country I arrived there with a Ghanaian colleague and we were standing there we had to take a taxi to where we are going and as we are standing there we said ah but every taxi here is a Benzo we can't afford then somebody told us that that's the only taxi that is there the only taxi there is a Benz yeah Uh, have you seen that when I tell you that you as they don't know Nero There's no poor man there. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. There are poor people in the U.S. So, those of us who have been there, we don't respect anything the U.S. is doing or saying. Hey, the church has become very quiet. Yeah. From when you are born till you are seven years old, health is free. And then when you hit 65 till you die, health is free. Yeah. Oh, they have used their wealth, though. He said, Yeah. Anyway, how did I get into that? Yes, I was talking to you about the fool saying in his heart that there's no God. Because in this country that I have described, you would think it is utopia. But it is in this country that I saw for the first time suicide. Is the place I saw for the first time depression? Is the first You would think, oh, no. say so we, we think that if I have money. So I'm showing you that they have the money, but Charlie, their concept of God is not there. So it brings another problem altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can put your money down, you cannot exchange it for happiness. Oh, yes. When I was there, I knew for sure that Ghana and our poverty were happier. Mm-hmm. You will not believe it all. You see, from what I'm describing, you are imagining having that in Ghana where you are. Hey. Hey. Charlie, are you with me? And that's why the Bible says that it's God that we need. It's God that we need. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. You cannot invent happiness. You cannot invent health. You cannot, there are so many things you can't pay for them. You can't invent them. Only God can give them to you. Mm. Are you there? Yeah so you discover that yes oh this that that I need this I need that I thought you said when you get a laptop you'll be the happiest person in your life yes. have you not got a laptop are you the happiest person in your life yes. ah. Ah. and that's how it's going to be after you've got your first degree after you've got your second degree after you've got your third one after you marry who you said if I don't marry I'll die yes. after you have child after child you will come to a certain place and eh like, hey. Are you in the house? Yeah. After what? You say when you finish your course? Your dream course. If I get my dream course. Medicine. I'll be happy after you are wondering what you have done to yourself. If I get Akito. I'll be on top of the world. Come and look at them. Oh. Tell your neighbor. It is God that we need. It is God that we need. Hey! Hmm. Let me read some scriptures to you. Hmm. 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 Because God knows our troubles, He has sent us help at the right time. The best help you can have is Jesus. Yeah. I want to read this particular scripture from the Message Bible because I liked okay, let's read it first. If I read the King James, won't you see? Romans five, six to eight in the message Bible. Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He's talking about salvation. He didn't and doesn't wait for us to get ready. He presented himself for this sacrificial death when we were far too weak and rebellious to do anything to get ourselves ready. And even if we hadn't been so weak, we wouldn't have known what to do anyway. We can understand someone dying for a person worth dying for. And we can understand how someone good and noble can inspire us in selfless sacrifice. But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. Oh, Charlie. It's a very moving scripture. Yeah. Because the King James says, it's like for a a righteous man, one maybe will give his life. But for an unrighteous man, just look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, look how you are bad. Oh. What's this here? What people we near, but now you come to sit here. <laughs> in fact, the more innocent the face, the more sins it is hiding. <laughs> you look as if butter will not melt in your mouth. Meanwhile, what's going on in your head? Hey! Hey, what's going on? Where in the mind. mind here? I dream burning, choir, and under those circumstances, the Lord gave His Son to just, just do the sacrifice so that we can receive these people. I thought you'd be clapping for the Lord by this time, yeah, hallelujah, and so much as we are on this journey and we need help from others you know you also yeah we need help from others the the man the the, the, the man who was down the Samaritan when he was down he needed somebody to help him and no matter who you are on this earth you will one day need somebody to help you yeah even when you are dying somebody has to help you to die properly that's why we have hospitals the hospital you you see you you may be a lay person that's why you don't understand that as they are doing this they know that you are dying they are just helping you to not slowly a, a bit a bit less nastily because if you see a cancer patient in their pain it's really terrible so they'll give you a painkiller that just makes it that it keeps your dignity so that you will not die screaming and pulling your hair out all over the place but they know as they are giving it to you that you are dying and they can't turn it around sometimes they can't stop it so you see that all that they are doing is just trying to yeah just trying to help you to to go so ask for a human being you need Anybody ask for a human being you will by all means need the help of another human being yeah by all means that's Samaritan and that's one of the reasons why you should behave properly because sometimes when you misbehave then you find out that the person you needed is the one of those that you misbehaved towards and then there you are you entered the head of the department's office you didn't greet the secretary okay he said that one day, one day, because you were working with the head of the department, he was making you feel good. You just passed her by and you walk. No problem. You will come back. You will what? And this time there's a deadline. You need his signature. And she'll see you sitting there. And just like how you looked away, she's also looking away. Hmm. Are you in the church? Hmm. Wow. So you need help from others. One of the interesting stories in the Bible is found in 2 Kings. We'll not read it, but chapter 5, but you can go and read it at home. The Syrian king, Naaman, the Syrian noble, what, uh, army man. He was a warrior. Actually, he needed people to help him. He was a leper. And his help came to him through his servants. I, for me, that is the greatest. You know, the Bible calls him a great man. He was a mighty man. Are you seeing it? in fact let's let's go up when Naaman captain of the host of the king of Syria was a great man are you seeing it he was a great man but one of the signs of his greatness is the fact that when his servant spoke he listened the person who spoke to him about a prophet who could heal him was his wife's maid and he took the thing and he went when he went and they said go and see Naaman and Naaman said that "Eh, go and see Elijah and Elijah did not mind him he didn't come out to come and Prophesy over him, but just send some instruction. Go and wash. The man was angry. He was going away in another servant. He said, "Oh, if the man had asked you to do something very uh, difficult, wouldn't you have done it?" That's why he just said, "Go and wash." He must have been a good man. or well, you don't understand what I'm saying. He received the counsel of his servants. If he had not heard what his servants were saying, he would have lived as a leper and eventually had to be cast out from among his people. Amen. And you see that. As you are on this journey in your life, you're going to need somebody to pour in some oil. What's the oil? Sign of the Holy Spirit. Are you there? It's a sign of what? The Holy Spirit. Tonight, the Lord is sending his spirit to convict you of sin. To convict us. Amen. If the Holy Spirit doesn't touch your heart, you'll continue to think you are righteous. And that's why you can be in a church that has the um, what do you call it? Several times a week, another call is given, and you will not answer because you feel that oh, after all, I was born in church. May there heaven, dear, one way. Heaven, oh, ah, may I call heaven. I'm going to heaven because you cannot see. You cannot see. Hey, but it's the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, He will touch you and convince you, convict you of sin. It makes you see that your righteousness, as the Bible says, it is filthy in front of God. Have you never thought you were wearing white until you put it beside another white? You thought it was white until you brought another white. Then you realize that no, 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 When the man found the Samaritan, he picked him up. Oil and wine were given to the man. It was first aid. It saved his life before he was taken and given to, left with the pastor in that inn. Take care of him for me. I will come back and I'll pay thee all. Tonight, I want some of us to have an encounter with Jesus. Jesus because you have been coming, you have been walking around, walking around, walking around, but you haven't really made a decision to give your life to Jesus. Tonight, that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to think about it, that I need Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. That's what I need. I need to be saved. You need to get your life out of the hands of these people who are ready to strip you. Hey! strip you and wound you. Some too is because of your wounds that you have not received Christ. But tonight I want you to, to, to just think about it again. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. I want you to think about yourself. Am I born again? Have I given my life to Christ? I'm not asking whether you were born into a Christian family. God is not a grandfather. He has only children, no grandchildren. You must give your life to him. Yourself. It's not something your parents can do for you. So as every head is bowed tonight, every eye is closed, I'm talking to you and I'm asking you to think about it. I'm asking you to think about it. I'm asking you to think about it. it. If Jesus were to come tonight... Because as for the end, it will come one day. Where would you be? Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Are you one of those who is identified by Jesus? Or are you one of those who will be running in fear because you are not sure what is coming? As every head is bowed tonight, every eye is closed. Consider, where are you going? This man received the help that came to him from the Samaritan man. That's how he was rescued. Tonight, will you receive the help that Jesus brings? As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, you are here, you are recognizing that you need Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to see your right hand up. I want to see your right hand up. You are saying, yes, I'm around church, but I'm not sure that I'm born again. I'm not sure I'm saved. I want you to lift up your right hand. It's just a sign to him to say, Lord, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Lift it up. I'm just waiting for you. Before we pray, just lift it up. Just lift it up. Are you standing by your neighbor? Ask your neighbor, are you going to heaven? Are you sure? You want to bow down your head. I want all of us to pray this prayer. The person should come. Come to me. God bless you for your honesty, but I don't think you're alone. Come. I believe there are others too. I was going to just continue, but I see that I should have answered. Waited. Yeah. You are even waking in that, but you're just not sure. Come to me, please. Let's pray. You're here. Your heart is even beating. The Lord is telling you it's time to make it up.
0: God bless you, brother. I want you
1: to pray this prayer after me. And if you're at the congregation, Join us, but if this is your prayer, it will be better for you to come forward. It will be better. You want to pray? You want to say, Lord Jesus? Join us together in the congregation. Lord Jesus, Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. sinner. Please wash me in your blood. blood. Cleanse me me from my sins. sins. Please write my name name. in the book of life. Life. Lord Jesus. from today, you are my Savior, and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Me. I wanna praise you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter, At F-O-L-C-I-B-S-F, God richly bless you.